How can auto dealers make smarter advertising decisions? By transforming market intelligence into targeted actions. This is Automobuzz. Thanks for tuning in, everybody, to this edition of the Automobuzz. I'm Ryan Girardi. Today is Monday, July 18th. In today's generally flat new car market, successful dealers need the perfect mix of data and market intelligence to drive more sales, cultivate deeper customer relationships, and develop new ways of better conquesting customers from their competition. One of the few companies in the auto retail space that does this is String Automotive, And in May of this year, Experian Automotive announced it would be acquiring the 12-year-old data analytics firm based in Newton, Massachusetts. The acquisition cements a relationship that began in 2014 when Experian Automotive's auto market DNA, demographic and behavioral information, was integrated with String's business intelligence platform, the Dealer Positioning System, or DPS. String aggregates and analyzes data from multiple sources to help dealers evaluate their marketing efforts. Its DPS solution provides dealers with database recommendations on how to maximize those efforts. Last week, I had the opportunity to connect with String founder Ken Koloji and discuss the acquisition. Ken and his team are staying on with Experian Automotive. The String name, however, is going away. Have a listen. Did you say that when you founded String, it had a different name? Yeah, we were called Captive Lead LLC, and that was a nod to, well, of course, as we found out, we were sort of green to the industry at the time, and you know, we thought, oh, this is great because we're making websites, we're helping people generate good quality leads through the websites, and of course, you know, everybody, this was also the heyday of the third-party lead aggregators, and so, of course, we'd call on dealers, and everybody was like, nope, nope, we don't need any more lead gen. We're like, no, 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 we're not farming out leads here, we're, we're doing websites, so it was a, a battle we didn't think we'd have to fight, but we did. Lesson learned. So you launched Captive Lead, and then you kind of saw an opportunity to get more into data analysis? Yeah, the way I sort of summed up string of DPS, it's really business intelligence and analytics. We also call it dealer intelligence as well. There you go. What problem were you solving as you got into the, the intelligence side? Yeah, it's, it was a big pivot for us. Um, you know, I mentioned before that after we took on funding, you know, we made the decision to uh, make a big strategic pivot. And that was really, like you said, there's a you know, big opportunity that we saw. And, and that was precisely what motivated the pivot. It was either, okay, we can continue to compete against the sort of 900-pound gorillas in the industry and make a better mousetrap, which, in my opinion, we certainly had from a technological perspective, or we could try to solve a problem that nobody's really solving. And that problem was trying to shed as much empirical light on what's working and what's not for dealers, especially from an advertising perspective. Because as you know, you know certainly as well as I do, there's so much money that gets spent on a monthly basis, a lot of it in the form of co-op or other uh, quote-unquote subsidized by OEM advertising dollars. And so there's a lot at stake, right? I mean, you've got to make every dollar count. And what we had seen time and time again with every dealer, no matter whether they were you know mom and pop, single point, or all the way up to some of the larger groups, either in New England, where we were based, or even beyond, they all had the same problem, which is they really didn't have a handle on, again, what was working for them, what wasn't. They had vendor reports coming out of every possible pore, but they were all, you know, siloed. They were all really specific to that particular vendor's product. And, and fair enough, I mean, if you're making a, a you know widget for a website, you're going to be able to report on that. You're not going to know what other vendors are doing. And so we said, well, let's try to float above that. Let's build a platform leveraging all of our technology, all of our 
uh, sort of expertise and industry knowledge that's going to help dealers in a very visual, simple way take all that data together and not just report on it, because, you know, reporting is great, but we want to go beyond that. We want to give dealers intelligence behind that to not only proactively identify areas in, in their local market, whether it's the PMA or the, you know, the DMA as a whole, or even in their backyard where they might be falling down, or perhaps, you know, identify segments of customers that were being underserved by either them or their competition, and by suggesting not only where those areas of opportunity were, but how to attack those areas of opportunity, we thought we could bring a, a really uh, sort of unique and ultimately, uh, you know, as we hoped, that time successful uh, product to market. So that was that was the genesis. Not to switch gears out of that, but the name string, from what I understand, is going away. Correct? Yeah. Just so I'm sure some people who who will be listening to this are familiar with this, but for those who aren't, on May 4th of this year, so just over two months ago, we closed on uh, an acquisition by Experian. We got sort of tucked in or rolled up into the Experian Automotive division. Predictably, of course, it makes the you know makes the most sense. Um, great team over there, and we, we can talk more about that in a minute. But yeah, so neither you know the automotive guy, the Experian Automotive guys, or us on the string side wanted to do a quick flip the light switch off type thing and all of a sudden the brand goes away and, and everything's just you know overnight everything goes from string to experience automotive we really did not think that would be in the best interest of customers and so we decided let's do a more of a almost a six-month phased approach so as we get into the october conference season everybody will start to see the string name phased out and it's going to be more uh, you know much more experience automotive specifically we have decided that what we're going to call what we do is actually the dealer intelligence uh, sort of division inside Experian Automotive. So we get to keep the you know the heart and soul of uh, mm-hmm. you know what set out to do. Uh, it's just string is is you know going to be supplanted by um, by Experian. So the string brand will get phased out, but the dealer intelligence pillar of Experian Automotive. Will you keep the term DPS and Pulse? Will those stick around? At this point, we have no plans to phase out a dealer positioning system or, or DPS. So keep the product name from a string perspective. The brand, as you said, is, is being phased out. I've been part of an acquisition, just one major one, when uh, Chrome purchased IOL from HomeNet. And they spent nine months rebuilding the IOL technology in their Java-based platform. So there was a lot to do there to build it into their business. Do you have to do a technological transition into experience technology? That's actually one of the great things about the way this was structured. Really, we get to continue to operate as we have been operating in the past. It's just we get a lot more resources, which is awesome. Not only do we get you know a great team based largely out of Chicago, again, the automotive HQ, so to speak, out of uh, Schaumburg, we get to work with them, but we also get to hire a lot more people, which is wonderful. So we get a lot more capital for that. And as part of the deal, we don't have to convert anything from an IT or technology perspective, code-based perspective, over to any other systems where it's actually quite the opposite. We're going to be layering on a ton more you know, products and features onto the existing code base and infrastructure. So that was a really cool thing, if I may be so casual about saying it like that. That was a really cool thing uh, you know, of experience and the way they structured it, which of okay. course was obviously appealing to us. You know, a lot of times you get an acquisition, you know, you get a, a larger company absorbing a smaller company, and the PR that comes out is, oh, we're going to be able to integrate our systems better, and that's going to be great for dealers. When in fact, years go by, and there's no real integration. They remain standalone products. So what's your message? What is Experian's message to dealers? I do want to ask you how String fits in with Experian's vision. What's the long-term vision here and how does String complement right. that? 
and then maybe segue into what's the message that you are putting out to dealers? How does this ultimately benefit the dealer community? Dealers outside of the automotive industry, most people are familiar with Experian because they've got such a big name in credit, right? They're one of the three big bureaus. You know, automotive, of course, fuels a lot of applications for credit, uh, you know, so on and so forth with, inside the industry. They also have AutoCheck and AutoCount, two other mm-hmm. pretty big brands. AutoCheck, of course, being a Carfax competitor, AutoCount being more, uh, you know, market share data, that, that you know, interactive market share data, almost a pump-in, pump-out report that's a little more interactive. So I want to set the table here by saying that, you know, Experian is a well-established brand name and everybody, you know, uses them whether or not they know it. But at the tier three level, like if you ask a dealer beyond credit checks, right, or you know, running credit polls, what does Experian do? Most of them would probably just stare at you blankly. It's the reality of the situation. They have an incredible brand and an incredible team, incredible set of technology and data, but there, there's just not a ton of penetration, uh, again, from a branding perspective at the tier three level, the dealer level. Mm-hmm. What's in it for dealers? What can dealers expect? And is there a new message to dealers? How is this going to benefit them in the short term and the long term? In terms of, ta- you know, tactical or tangible value in the short term. Again, uh, you know, you talk about resources. So string 16 people up until the acquisition, we're now layering on resources across functions. So our existing clients will get access to more development resources. And of course, we'll be putting out product releases faster and faster. We have more, um, what we used to call them MIAs, market intelligence analysts. Uh, They're now called performance managers. We're hiring more performance managers, more implementation people. We have more salespeople coming on board. So across the board, we've got just more people, right? So that means that we can better serve our existing clients and our future clients, which is, of course, you know, it's always been so, so important to us. You know, hopefully all, but certainly most of our clients, I think, would, you know, would agree with that sentiment. From a product and data perspective, I can't get into too much of the roadmap, but I can say that if I talk in sort of more in broad themes, looking at some of the data sets that Experian has that are really logical fits um, and logical value adds to what we already have in the DPS, I think we'll be able to lo- bring a ton of value in the short, medium, and ultimately long term with regard to better attribution and much better targeting of prospects, which of course, uh, you know, the attribution is, is important across the board. You know, no matter what shape the industry's in, no matter what time of year it is, you always need to know with as much certainty as possible what's working and what's not. And then you know, you look at the macroeconomic trends, we're in a, you know, effectively a flat and in many senses down market. You look at the, you know, the number of vehicles sold month in, month out relative to years past, months past. In a market like that, it's really, really important for any dealer. Again, large, small, you know, medium, it doesn't matter. You've got to to make the most effective use of your advertising dollars. And so that's going to be, you know, that, that means you've got to target the right people with the right message, the right time, and the right format. And so Experian can bring a lot of that to the table. That's again, a lot of it's behind the scenes right now. We can bring a lot of that, you know, sort of in the spotlight through the DPS. And so again, attribution and targeting are two key themes of ours going forward. Attributions is a huge topic because that's a, that's a quickly evolving part of the business today. You know, everyone's getting away from last click attribution. That's a broken model. But something you brought up in addition to that, I think would be great to get on the air here which is what you were speaking to about market growth in a down market. Can and if so, how will String, now with Experian, be able to benefit dealers on that specifically to help them grow their market share in this down market, which will probably be for the next, what, two to three years? To me, it, it all comes down to finding the right people, uh, you know, people who are in market, getting to those people with the right message in the right format. 
And again, of course, at the right time, right? It, it, auto is one of those, um, I guess any purchase, you, you have all those factors, you know, what, regardless of what sort of product it is. But in automotive, it's especially tricky, as we know, because you know, these are large purchases. People don't, you know, it's not a bottle of shampoo that you're going out to buy, you know, <laughs> on a regular basis, for example, or what have you. The, you, know, it's, it's, you get one crack at a car shop, you know, every three five, seven plus years. And, you know, there are people who are always going to be cycling in and out of cars. And so it's not that there won't be prospects, right? And we all know there are always people who are in market to buy. The question is, how do you find an experience is, in my opinion, unique. And we've been working with them for four years now. And the more I learn, now that we're under the umbrella, the more I'm just amazed at, at just the immense, again, breadth and depth of data that they have. And so Experian is unique in its ability to synthesize all these different data sets that, that are out there and be able to determine who's in market, where they are, and ultimately you know, how they want to be messaged. And so all that gets back to the central point. You ask, well, what's the, you know, it's, it, it's a flattered down market. It's going to last for two to three years. So how do dealers effectively grow share and compete in a market like that? And especially now that things are more sophisticated from a digital perspective and a targeting perspective. And again, even a measurement perspective, you cannot just spray and pray anymore. I mean, that's really going to be, I think, the theme over the next two or three years. You're going to see a lot of conference topics like that, where it's all about laser targeting, your messaging, your targeting, ultimately all of your advertising. And if you can't measure it, you can't manage it. And so I think that you're going to see a lot of, the carnage is too strong of a word, but a lot of vendors, you know, having a bit of a tough time of it if they can't prove their value prop. Thanks for talking with me today. I really appreciate it. Oh yeah, Ryan, this was great. Thank you so much. Thanks for tuning in to the Dealer Refresh podcast in the mix, where we explore the hottest topics going on right now in automotive retail, providing analysis and insights for dealers and automotive professionals. Today's Dealer Refresh podcast is brought to you by AutoLead Star. AutoLead Star's artificial intelligence takes dealership marketing to the future. A full solution for your website's conversion needs, AutoLead Star can help you reach a larger market, provide personalization to every customer, boost your leads, and sell more cars. Be the smartest dealership on the web with tomorrow's technology by AutoLead Star. To learn more, go to www.dealerrefresh.com/autoleadstar or text AutoLead Star to triple five triple eight.